Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Patrick. That's our co-host, Giselle. What's up? That's our sound guy, Joe. One. Ah, ah, ah. Ooh. Are you, <laughs> are you impersonating <laughs> the Count from Sesame Street? Yes. <laughs> That's a great way to start. Yeah. I love it. I love it. It is, I, I, would, I would say it's spooky season. Spoopy season. Spoopy season. Yeah, right? I mean, I guess it is for us since this is what we've been watching recently right uh you know i guess so it's castlevania time blah 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 <laughs> none of them talk like that uh blah, says blah, blah. Well, I you sure oh well i guess there's uh there's there's ratko rat ratko he's the russian one oh oh yeah part. yeah really cool. the russian vampire yeah. well we're talking specifically about the show yeah the tv series on netflix seasons one through four with uh trevor as well as a, as well as a little of the I'm games. I'm gonna you know, mention the game. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. I love the, the games. You know, the games are like part of the show. Yeah, I All mean, Alucard's, Alucard's entire character is from the games. I think from Symphony, Symphony of the, of the Night, Night yep. specifically. Yep. But I guess I guess if that's where we're going, uh, this series is b- heavily based on Cas- Castlevania Three, uh, Dracula's Curse. Yep. But so totally makes sense. Yeah, it has the exact same characters. We have Trevor, we have Cypher, uh, and we still have Alucard, which is his first appearance, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So yeah, I yesterday uh, I I bought uh, Castlevania three and I bought uh, Rondo of Blood. Okay. Because I wanted to play as Victor, because I like Victor more than Simon for some reason. And, and yeah, and I, I bought I bought three uh, last night, and I was playing it. I got like through halfway through the game. It's so much fun. And yeah, it's like almost like one to one. Oh, you're you're getting into like the OG of Metroidvanias. Well, I've been like okay. Here, here I thought I was gonna tell this story later on in the episode, but I guess <laughs> I'll tell it now. Like a few years ago, 20, 2018, like starting college, right? I would find myself in the library most of the time, most of the days, and it was like around October, Halloween season, and um, I, w- I would go into the computers in the library, and I guess for some reason I somehow like try to find old games to play on it, and I found like this website that has a lot of old NES games and arcade games and stuff, and I saw Castlevania, and I'm like, bet, you know, it's it's October, let's oh, yeah. let's do it, right? For like weeks, I've been. I was trying to like beat the game before Halloween, so like four weeks went by, and I've gotten so good at the game that I started memorizing enemy patterns and placements and and stuff like that, and like how to cheese certain bosses and stuff. It was great. Oh, well, that's like the goal of those kind of games. Exactly. It's older Metroidvanias, it's entirely you just have to learn how to cheese. Yeah. Everything. But I never beat the original Castlevania. I, you know, who stopped me? Freaking Frankenstein oh. stopped me. And oh. and there's no safe states for, for that website or whatever. So when I died, I had to start the entire game over again. And uh, and, and oh like no. I like that's how good I got to just keep going. Like I, I would like jump over some and en- like skip some enemies entirely. I knew which ones to kill and which ones not to kill that I don't have to and stuff. I was low-key speed a running. Castlevania robot. Ooh. Kind of. Like I I I was low-key speed running Castle the original Castlevania, right? Do-do-do-do. Yeah. <laughs> And never got to finish it, never got to beat it. I still haven't beaten Frankenstein in the original. But just last night, the last level I played was killing uh, two mummies and Frankenstein all in the same boss battle. Oh. 
Oh. And I did it, and I feel nice. good about it. I'm halfway through <laughs> Castlevania 3. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. The, the games are great. They inspire mm-hmm. the show. Getting Like, if you watch the show and you've played the games, you can see tons of, like, small oh, yeah. little things. Oh, man, the references in the show. <laughs> like, uh, the four main weapons, uh, of course, there's the whip, the knife, the, the cross boomerang thing, and the holy water. We all see that stuff in the show throughout the series. Oh, yeah, but also, like, Alucard's whole thing with oh, the dancing yeah. sword and the shield that, like, hovers in front yeah. of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's straight from Symphony. The shield, though, is only season four, sadly. But, I mean, they finally got the shield. Yeah, least, like, so the like, references are there. Oh, yeah, for sure. For for uh, hardcore fans, or just but casual fans. R- aside from all the video game stuff, even yeah. if you haven't played the games, oh, man. man, this is a good show. Oh, man. Beautifully like, animated. Yes. Beautifully animated, especially as you get into three and four. Um, but even then, season two has some insane fights with a lot of inspired fighting styles based off real fighting styles. Real talk, season three is the worst for me. Season three? Mm-hmm. Well, I think season three is like a setup for four. Oh, season one is a setup for two, and season three is a setup for four. That's how this show works. That's why that first season is only four episodes long, bro. Netflix thought they were taking a long shot by making, you know, a show. Video game. Yeah. Show. Video, yeah. video game adaptation, and it paid off immensely, I L- think. Luckily, it wasn't live action. Yeah, you know, God. they can. I think they can get away I, with like animated stuff. I still stuff. like animated is what made the show work, but I still think they would have pulled off something good with uh, uh, live action. But really, regardless. I mean, I think look that what the they magical, did with The Witcher. If, yeah, I think that the magical elements would have been like lost because well, it would have been criticized for being too realistic yeah. or too animated or too dark. Yeah. Well, like Castlevania, as much as maybe you liked it or didn't like it, still was well received. Yeah. So, right. Oh, one hundred percent. Or no, sorry, uh, The Witcher. Oh, sorry. Uh, and well, I I'm sure it was. I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, but The the Witcher is a solid show. It's mm-hmm. not, like, amazing, but it's a good show with a good setup for more seasons. I haven't so seen it or played the games. It. I know you did. Oh, yeah. It's 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 great. Yeah. Uh, I haven't read the books, I which is you. what the show, I think, is based on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, but li- live actions of video game stuff has, have worked it's doable. so far. Netflix has been not doing too bad with who they've hired for stuff like this. Yeah. And yeah. Ca- but Castlevania, with Powerhouse... Uh, animation was like that was the choice oh yeah, oh, yeah. they knocked like, it out of the park uh, it's so cool to see like for me a lot a lot of what did it in my first watch through of the mm-hmm. show because I watched it twice you uh, did? yeah like your first initial then for the for well like today? I'd go over to my friend's place and oh. they were watching it so I'd watch like I didn't watch all the episodes of my second watch through right. but I watched like most um, but oh man it's so good we had like the fighting styles that mm. they bring from it. One of my friends is like a big fighting dude, like medieval fighting dude. Like sure. he knows, like when uh, Belmont started fighting in, I think it's called Cali Ka- fighting, where it's a oh yeah, Cali with the sticks, yeah, yeah, with the sticks. Uh, the spear dude. I know a bit about there's it. There's a in, in season two, the, one of the last two. episodes. There's a demon with a spear who keeps trying to kill him, and then he finally gets the spear, he yeah. breaks it in half, I totally and he's got two sticks. Yeah. He starts fighting Cali, and he does actual <laughs> Cali stuff. He does all the mm-hmm. motions for it. There's mm-hmm. a point where uh, the uh, one, the, one of the demons goes in for like a guard and like covers itself with its wings, and he does the Cali thing where he yep. splits his wings yep. open and then stabs it I, in. Because I instantly him. caught that. Because the goal of Cali, according to my friend, was that these people would go in and break guards yep. so that spearmen would come behind them and stab. So these people did research mm-hmm. into these fighting styles, and then that's not the only thing Belmont even does. He's insane. He's like, 
It's, he's he's, the, he's a great we, swordsman. We like to call him the the improv fighter because it's just like oh, yeah. he will he will literally use whatever to start killing things. Yeah. You just found like a garden scythe or farming yeah, scythe. Season four. Season four. Season, yeah. No, but before he gets the scythe, he's running away because he has no weapon. He picks up a he kicks a bucket into yeah. the demon's face just for like something. It was a bucket or that was a chair. Uh, it's one of the two. Yeah, but like. He's he's so yeah. much such an improv fighter. It's great. He's a he's a first class monster hunter, bro. Yeah, and then that's not even the only cool part of the fighting because you have Sypha, which oh, is man. the most creative you could, the most creative elemental fighting things since he's Avatar. To the Avatar, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but not e- not even Avatar itself. More so, Korra is what took the she, stuff and makes it creative. She, uh, well, yeah, the Avatar, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. she, but she only uses what three elements? Uh, she's fire, fire, lightning, lightning in and season four only and though. Ice and ice, or water and ice. No, season three she used lightning. Season three against the like the enemy that had the infinite corridor open. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Or or to, to the Lionel guy. Yeah, yeah. But like, and then you can also see that they progressively get better. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, um, you can totally see like their skills like sharpening throughout the series. It's great. You. Um, so I'm going to skip, like, very ahead to some serious story stuff. So okay, sure. when Alucard is fighting Dracula. Oh, man, we're already um, going there? Jesus. I mean, we're just bouncing around, yeah, I think. You, yeah, you're right. Um, when Alucard is fighting Dracula, it's what it's honestly, I think it's the peak of the show. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. That's why I, season two, my favorite. Season two is insane. The yeah. fight is, like, the peak of the show. If you noticed, in that fight, not only... There are points where they progressively get matter and matter. Yes. And Dracula goes and as they get matter and matter, there's more and more red. Dracula goes from having His white eyes, eyes yeah. to yes. the red eyes. The background progressively gets gets redder Wasn't and the redder. Moon red? Uh yeah. yeah uh, and yeah. then all of this stuff when Alucard starts getting mad, <clears throat> he starts getting that ability where he shifts red and starts like teleporting around being oh, super yeah, fast. Yeah. It's it's like it's like cool fight. It's like his dashes stuff. or whatever, yeah. Combined with like a like a color theme to the fight, which that is right, super cool. That right there with Alucard, it's like bringing his moveset from the games into here. Oh yeah, into the show. Great, great way to like showcase it and stuff like 100%, that. Hundred percent. Because in er, early on in that same episode, he does the thing where he turns into the wolf. He turns into a wolf. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and then he levitates his sword. Yeah, uh, yeah the dan- magic sword. The dancing sword. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, honestly, that season two, episode seven, it is is like the peak of the show. It's like. The animation got better in season four, yeah. But like, like everything improved. The fight, the fights weren't as emotionally impactful as no. they were. And then like even the end of the fight, because Dracula is the strongest vampire. He doesn't even die to Belmont's uh, Morningstar. It's freaking Dracula. It's Dracula. You know. Um, and like, you. Feel that power when like Belmont's punching him and it literally does nothing. <laughs> he's just like he's just there. Yeah, um, he's just taking it. Yeah, honestly, I think they if they would have just stopped at season two, would have been fine. Would have been fine by me. Like season three and four, not needed. But they had some but great. It's great. Setu- they had some great setup oh, for yeah. season three and oh, yeah. at the end of season two with, with Carmilla and then death eventually. You Hector. know whatever. Hector. Oh man, see Hector. Hector, Hector was. Hector is such a good character. You know, Hector and Isaac is from um, another Castlevania game. Um, from the first first game in the timeline, uh, with Leon. Yeah, uh, they're uh, well, yeah. they're yeah. like Forge Masters. And yeah, yeah. So that's like a concept. Well, that's from that's the games. what. No, that's what their character was in that game. 
Like yeah. almost exactly. You know, the only differences was like the visuals for Isaac, but but Hector exactly the same. Yeah. We talked basically. about Invincible oh. a while back when we were talking about like side character arcs. Oh man. Like, oh man, uh, that's like what season three was was like about. But like you really oh. side character arcs are really done well in oh. the latter seasons. Like season one and two are really good for focusing in on Belmont Cypher, Alucard yeah. and Dracula. But seasons three and four really explore everyone else. Mm-hmm. And they're really even following suit with that because their spin-off show now, the season five or whatever, is going to be Come okay. Yeah. Uh it's going to be in the future or like it's going to be with Richter. Oh, yo! I just saw this right here on, on the wiki. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, yeah. A new series set in Castlevania Universe is in the works that Netflix was just focused on Richter. So, like, so we're going to get a lot more Symphony and Rondo of Blood. And we're going to get yo! a lot more just characters. A lot more Alucard. Because <laughs> these characters are explored really well. Everybody, yo! Everybody's actually, like, fully developed. And it's like everybody gets explored. There's not anybody. There's no oh. major characters really left out. And also, every single character contributes to either story A or story B. Um, I and just those stories intersect at times too, which is absolutely wonderful. I just, I just Loki hype myself up like, like in a span of two seconds, I hype myself up so much, and then I immediately let myself down because you know Richter is a descendant, a descendant of Trevor and Sypha. and Sypha. So I thought, so for some reason, my mind was like, oh, their kid, his name is Richter. No. Because Dracula will come back a hundred years after, mm-hmm. so I, so that's me letting myself down. But it's if it, it's that's like super confirmed. Uh, pretty sure, yeah. I love it. I'm so excited, and I'm so glad I I bought Rondo Blood then. And if oh. we're talking about extra seasons and extra shows oh, or whatever, let's get into my game. Okay. Oh. We got another episode of Sideshow Game, hey. uh, Castlevania Edition, where hey. I'm gonna name a character, and you say what their sideshow would look nice. like. Okay. Um, these characters are already fully explored. So definitely be prequels or sequels, mm-hmm. but like most of the time prequels for some of these people, mainly because they're dead. Um, here we go. And they're vamp- and most of them are vampires, so you could oh, do yeah, a you lot of things. Way back, but anyways, first off, we got Isaac. Isaac. One of, he is my favorite character in the show. I love his uh, conversations with the fly guy, and about you know, there's I a like, lot of philo- philosophical yeah. things. I really love those. I parts. like the conversations he has with actual like caring people oh because throughout because isaac's whole thing is he hates humanity because he was always treated by crap like crap by humanity yeah and then he starts running into people who are nice yeah yeah and then he wrote the captain i love the captain and so like can you get a show of him uh we could do a sideshow entry for him (laughs) but yeah isaac's isaac's such a well-explored character he goes from hating humanity to be like well i feel good Helping the ones like helping humanity yeah. sometimes. I want to see, yeah, I just want to see the aftermath. Like you know how he was building that one town, that mm-hmm. uh was messed up by Legion. Yeah, I want to see like what he does next. If he like goes back to that town and like, I think helps his whole people. thing now is that he's going to get rid of the bad people. because oh. he goes and gets rid of the Blame. wizard. Yeah, <laughs> he goes and gets rid of the wizard, and he start and in season four he starts exploring that like he actually got satisfaction from that. Um, and he starts figuring out, like, what is this feeling he's feeling? Mm-hmm. That's all season four. That's the entire season four arc for Isaac. But he went to that wizard thing just to build up an army. Yeah. And that then, was, like, his intentions at first. But then he, like, got rid of someone who was doing awful, awful things. Yeah. And he even acknowledges, like, you're awful. And he goes, 
and he finds fulfillment in that. And then season four is him going and killing Carmilla because she's an awful person and he wants revenge for Dracula, who he sees as a great person. Maybe like a Deadpool sort of like style, you know? Because in Deadpool, like the opening scene with him is like beating up and threatening a girl's abuser and stalker. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's what he would do. I, I could see that. Because, yeah. you know, he still gets to be... Except, like, on the fantasy large scale. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be like... It's like, oh, this vampire just killed all of your livestock. Cock's gun. No vampire anymore. <laughs> or, like, some cult stuff's going on, like the yeah. Priory. Oh, and yeah. And he's like... Oh, I hate those guys. Uh, the Priory is... Uh, like, they made me feel uncomfortable. Which right? is definitely Especially the cult. that one dude with the eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, next up, we got Hector, Hector the Hector, other yeah, yeah. Forge Master. Um, oh man, I want to see. Oh, Isn't I feel so he bad the one that him. had the slave ring on him? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel so bad. That was for a great him. scene. I wonder why. He, his, <laughs> his life just sucked. It did. Yeah. I kind of. Does it have to be like canon? No. Okay. I kind of want to see like what if he lived his life with um, Lenore. Lenore. Uh, like a like a fantasy dark romance. Kinda. <laughs> kinda. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess like dealing with the, the things, the, the difficulties of am I his prisoner? Are well, we prisoners of each other? Are like, we really free? Are we in love? Is this Stockholm syndrome? <laughs> oh. Yeah, that would that'd be pretty interesting. Cause like at the same time, like uh, that human vampire dynamic yeah. is something that we kind of get hinted at with uh, Dracula and Lisa, Tepes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tepes or whatever. Tepes. But we never see how that plays out. How does Lisa humanize Dracula? And that could be something that is explored through oh, a Hector and Lenore. I see. I see. Because Lenore sense. is very much like, she doesn't want to just kill people, but she's a vampire. Yeah. So, like. Kind of has to. Yeah. So, like, what's yeah. the dynamic with that? Mm-hmm. And so there's, like, that, that would actually be a really sick idea for a show. Next up, we got Carmilla, Lenore, Striga, and Morana. The four. Uh, yeah, they're. I want to see their conquests. You know, like it's the prequel thing. I want to see how they rose to power, especially like Carmilla's. I want to see Carmilla's, uh, like, her tragic backstory. Yeah, because she like in detail. I want to see all. She is the I hate men. Yeah. Um, I hate all go. Men. Yeah, you go, Carmilla. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> against. Like I, I always was like kind of for her until she was just like. I'm gonna take over the world. Then yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, yeah, that's a bit. You're you're going a bit much, bro. Um, if you're going to like try to kill a bunch of kooky old men, you know what? I'm for it. There's a lot of bad kooky old men. Yeah, but like the um, whole world. I want to see. I want to see like their individual like uh, uh, backstories and how they mm-hmm. like came together and rose up and built mm. up um, nah, Styria yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Dark friendship origin story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like Birds of Prey, but better. Oh yeah. Next up, we got Ratko, the Russian Ratko. vampire. Oh, that guy. He because is... he monologues Belmont oh a- and uh, Death, who's also I forget his name. Barney. Barney of London. Barney of London. So like he clearly has been through crap. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to see him take down communism. Yes. Yeah, I'd like to see <laughs> oh him in the ring with JoJo Stalls. <laughs> and uh, you know, comrade. But what if he's bread. the type to set up communism? Oh my no. gosh. That'd, no. be, that'd make it really easy to feed. What on if humanity? he started the That's Cold true. War? That's I'm true. the fan fiction writer here. <laughs> <laughs> you you asked me to write what I want, and this is what fair, I want. Fair, fair. Okay. God okay. bless America. Yeah. So we've been talking season four, season three a lot. Let's dive all the way back to season one. We got the bishop. 
Oh, I hate him. I, I, I think he got what he deserved. I hate I don't want to see him do anymore. Do you remember how he died? He. Oh, let, let me, me give you a kiss. You. Yeah. Oh, but, but, like, do you remember how he, like, died again? Uh, <laughs> uh, Hector brought him back as a... Oh, it's holy uh, water. It was a piece of holy water, yeah. right? So Hector brought him back as a, like, one of his Forge Master demon yeah. things. Mm, oh, yeah. Brought him to the lake that Carmilla was using as, like, her ambush thing. Um, and he used the dude to holy water the entire river. Yeah. The entire river. And then he has to be in the water to holy water, but he's yeah. also a demon. So he dies that so way. So he's just, he's just in his, like, right. ah, stop, ah, da, 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 and then starts <laughs> catching on fire. Yeah. Yeah. He's just still there, like, ah, da, ba, ba, da, until he, like, dissolves in the water. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't want to see more of him, bro. He's, he's got his own side show. What's it gonna be? Oh man! Just have him go through Dante's Inferno. Just yes. walk through hell. Yes, <laughs> you know? it's just us watching him suffer constantly. Yeah. Okay. I think that he got called out really well when he's like, "Lies in your the house, house of, of God." God. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, that was such like a powerful line, and it's like, "Lies in your mm-hmm. house of God." Mm-hmm. I see why he abandoned you, and I was like, "Oh damn! Okay, yeah. you're about to send me into yeah. an existential spiral right here." That was here. like the only one of the two only demons that talked right and yeah. both of them both of the demons that talked might as well have been their own characters I, they were I'm sick. surprised that that same dude the saber tooth dude didn't like have more of a thing he like wasn't more prominent in the story because I remember like the Netflix banner thing you know uh, his face was there at, at one point, you know yeah, what I mean? During the first season, they didn't have a lot to work with yeah. because it's I thought episodes. I just thought he was going to be more important. I mean, maybe he will be. Yeah. Ooh. Um, next up, we have, or last one, we have the judge. The judge. Oh, oh man, what a piece of <laughs> garbage. Um, hmm. Him rotting in jail for his crimes. <laughs> That's not a very entertaining show, is it? I mean, you throw it is for some people. Him. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know how they had uh, Black Mirror had that interactive episode? It's like that, but if you click A, you throw a tomato, and if you click B, you throw in a mouse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking, like, him as the bad guy, and then, like, someone in his town is, like, a journalist sure. yes. mentality person oh gosh, yes. and starts like investigate why are all these kids going missing and then at the very end of the show he's like you're getting too curious yeah yes <laughs> just something like dumb like that so, like, I would like a sideshow about the captain and just him going on adventures that's it honestly I would like a sideshow something show nice and cap. simple and you don't want anything from Saint Germain Saint Germain I, I love how they say Saint in the show it's Saint yeah, they say song. Um, I, I love how they say Isn't that French? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saint Germain. But like, no, we got a lot of I, him anyways. We got more of him than we even needed. Fair, fair. fair. Uh, That's a lot. Of, not not complaining because yeah. he is. He does have a good arc, good character. Yeah, uh, really thought, important to the story. I thought he was gonna be annoying at first, honestly. But I guess that's like his. Oh, I was really, facade. I was really curious as to like what was gonna happen with this right. dude. I always like it in fantasy settings. When the dude who knows he's smarter than everyone else shows up, yeah, because I'm like, ooh, what's this? What's this dude gonna do? And he, I mean, he ooh, like literally just who are you? Who are you? Ooh, who is this kid? What's he gonna do? It's like he, Hamilton. I don't know. Okay, never mind. He knows he's smarter than everyone else, but everyone else still treats him like crap. He's dumb, yeah. And like he's, he, he can't anything, do bro. he can't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then like ah. Uh, the the jokes about like the the jokes that involve him like the small like side things like toilet paper thing oh yeah where he yeah. constantly talks what the f is toilet paper says the judge <laughs> or the uh, 
They drop f bombs everywhere. The land yeah. boat, dude. <laughs> the land boat. Do you remember that the first episode of season three, where uh, first it's Belmont, yeah, complaining about the the dude who like rode a boat on land, calling himself. The oh, oh yeah, the d- yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want a sideshow with that guy. Well, that yeah, <laughs> yes. And then later on, uh, Saint Germain references him as well. And he's like, it, it, when. Belmont rides into town. He's like, "Oh, what could this be? Hope it's not that guy, yeah. <laughs> that land pirate dude, or whatever." <laughs> oh man! You know, it's one of the big highlights for me about this show is the voice acting for specifically Dracula. Freaking, uh, I have his name here. His name is uh, Graham McTavish. What a spectacular job! I mean, it's someone who's, like, both angry and sad, doesn't care, but cares. I just... Look how the... Joe, can you pull up a clip? I'm killing my own boy. Can you pull up a clip of just, like, a monologue from Dracula? I'm on it. Thank you. The the scene where he dies, where literally... So that entire fight, he's literally just beating everyone and just being better than 3v1-ing. And then to just beating Alucard to death and then he hits Alucard into Alucard's room and then he just suddenly everything changes that red theme yep. completely yeah. dissolves Went away. it, he it, it he goes blue and he's like Lisa I must be truly dead yep. because I'm killing my our my boy our yeah. boy I really love his like I guess the scene where he was warning the old lady after he found out his wife oh, was yeah, taken yeah. and stuff and also when he was threatening uh, Godbrand oh Awesome. I have, a, I have a little something up. I don't, I mean, just, let's just play just, it. Let's play it. I'm going to edit it out. What? What happened? Where are they holding her? Yeah, this Where scene. Where is my wife? Oh, no, sir. That's she not Dracula. dead by now. <laughs> the human race has betrayed me for one final time. Sounds like Liam Neeson. And they must be punished. Do you guys think? And scheme. Yeah, we do. And betray. I don't know about the think part, but he's right there. Badass. You can hear the power. You can hear the authority. Oh, dude! Someone was talking to me like it's the it's the calm intimidation. A lot of characters have it. Dracula has it. Once Dracula's gone, Isaac gets it. It's the you're too calm. Yeah, and you're also angry. You're too cool with this. No, no, they're not cool with it. They sound angry, but they're calm. Yeah, and you're like. You don't seem like the kind of guy who'd be calm. Why are you calm? <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's like calm anger be. is the scariest anger. Especially because they're, if they're about a Latin to Latin mom. <laughs> if you're if your oh, yeah. Latin mom is angry, but she's like, "Yeah, tu vas a ver." Yeah, ya te vas okay. a ver. Ah. Vas a ver. Mm-hmm. Cuando llegamos yep. a la casa, yep. and then they do the arm grip. <laughs> oh, oh, terrifying! They just yeah. look at you with a smile. Are like you you'll, be at, you'll be at the store. Yes, yes, I'm comparing Dracula to my mom. Yeah. yeah, I still don't know which one I'm more terrified of. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, you like your mom. If she's Hispanic or Latina, she'll just be like, "Vas a ver cuando llegamos a la casa," uh-huh. Uh-huh. with a smile. Yeah. And then she'll hold on to your shoulder, like your upper arm, mm-hmm. with enough force to like cut off circulation, and she'll like hold your hand. She have her nails. Too. Yeah. Uh. Vampires have to be invited in your home, but your mom's already there. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yep. That's right. That's good. But also oh. going off of what Patrick said with like the cold anger, I think cold anger is much more scarier than like hot anger 
Because with hot anger, you know they're ready to burst at any second, and you just need to do that one thing to tick them off. But with cold anger, it's like they're ready to burst, but they have control over it until they know it's the right time where they can win. Yep. But I would argue that hot anger is still scary because Carmilla exists, and uh, Carmilla is very scary, uh, especially season four, where... Oh man, she's in the room and it's just drenched and the entire mm-hmm. floor is blood. Mm-hmm. Also, very beautiful uh, scene. Uh, just huh? like, like the surround the animation, the the background art. Oh, is I thought I thought you were talking about the imagery of a of the of an entire room filled with blood. Oh, I mean, it's sick. It's, re- it's so metal yeah. and it fits Carmilla so much. It fits Castlevania so much. And then she gets so mad when Isaac shows up and it's like they're about to fight and she yeah. just goes, I win, I'm Carmilla or whatever the line is. And you're just like, man, she, she's not going to go. She's not just going to die. And then she doesn't just die. The fight takes like a while. It's awesome. But she kills herself. Basically, yeah. Yeah. She doesn't She doesn't want to She, she doesn't, doesn't want, want Isaac. Killed. She doesn't want Isaac. <laughs> she literally nukes herself. Satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. At first, when this show first started coming out, I watched like episode one. I was disgusted. Like I saw how much gore and stuff there oh was in this show, gosh. and I'm like, "Yeah, I it, can't watch this right now." Like, it it, make, when really? did this come out? It came out 2017. Okay. I was like, "Oh gosh, it's like I couldn't watch it al- alone." It's so like I mean, it, it marks itself as horror. Yeah, and that's gore is a horror staple. Yep. Um, Surprisingly, I can do animated horror better than like realistic body horror, even mm. if the animated one is more graphic. Mm. You know? Oh man, the, I mean, Powerhouse is like this is their thing now. Blood of Zeus, if you guys watch that, oh my gosh, it's just worse. Mm. Really? Because you're dealing with gods. Oh yeah. And gods can do a whole lot more than vampires and demons. Mm. Um, I mean, lightning. Oh. Zap zap. Lightning in that show doesn't just zap and fry. It uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but Powerhouse is really good at, you know, making things chunky. <laughs> chunky? Chunky. I, I really like this show. I don't know yeah. if, we have, if we're running out of steam here or not. But. Oh, I, I, one more thing I want to yeah, mention. Go ahead. Uh, the background art, especially for season four, uh-huh. but almost all the seasons. Mm-hmm. You, If there's no characters on the screen, you can take a screenshot and it is it like a... Put it as a desktop. Put it as a your phone screensaver. Just something. It the art is so good. The background art, like oh my gosh, just like Joe, down. put that away. Down boy, <laughs> easy. Down milk boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Uh-huh. For context, he just held up a photo of his phone, and the yeah. lock screen of it is just a guy with his arms <laughs> open praising the sun, and the sky says milfs well, in all caps. Well. Yeah, because that's a screenshot from Champ- from Castlevania. Oh, it is. No. It is. It really is. Uh, Leaked but, image from season five. I have it. <laughs> but I would recommend like diving back, looking through like some of that, like just wa- watching the because it doesn't tend to be stuff you notice on your first watch, mm-hmm. but like watching it again, especially season four, just like waiting, just like in those quiet parts when they're showing the castle or. Uh, the, the one town that they returned to where everything started. Targoviste? Uh, uh, Targoviste. Mm-hmm. The background art is insanely mm. good. It's it's awesome. It's, it's, man, so good. 
Uh, and then also I want to mention some of the season four like combat animation at the end. I've been like looking at Twitter and seeing all of like the behind the scenes stuff of it, and like this stuff is good. And I saw the the uh, what's her name again? Sypha. Uh, Sypha. The one of the last episodes of season four where she like gets real angry and they're in the tunnel. And she, like, starts throwing flames, and then she puts it together, and it does the, like, studio trigger, like, dissolve oh, fire yeah, yeah. thing. They Oh, also, a lot of studio trigger, like, styled animation Esque. stuff. Yeah. Whenever things get, like, really fiery and hot, the like, the, Trevor, the lines Trevor, that, like, fade away. When and Trevor kills three. death. Oh, that too, yeah. And uh, in season three, when he's, like, holding up both whips. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. yeah. So good. The oh man, so good. And then like, but the when he kills death, he literally yeah. does the. Uh, oh, what's the show called? I don't know. Um, Gurren Logan. He does the Gurren Logan thing. You. <laughs> <laughs> um, where like in Gurren Logan, one of the, when one of the main characters dies, uh-huh. or when really every single important character dies, but when like the main character, the protagonist's older brother dies, uh, he does this thing where like as he kills the final big bad mm-hmm. of the season, he like. His the lines just go the animation just goes to black and white lines, but not but not like regular line drawing, but like fading kind of moving away, and then he just kind of fades off. That was in Gurren Lagann, and they did it for cast for uh, uh, Belmont's quote unquote death. Mm -hmm. When I saw that, I was like, oh yeah, Belmont's Belmont's dead. Yeah, I I believed it. Yeah, I believed it. I saw that, and that was a reference for a time when like a character actually died in a yeah. different show. That's like the same animation thing that they did, and I'm like, okay, yeah, so he's dead. I'm, I'm they glad. did the reference. I'm glad they all had a happy ending. Oh, for sure. You know, and also you kind of need him to be alive. Y- yeah, for Richter. season five, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's Tra- Trevor's not gonna be in season five. No, and I Maybe mean like, he needs to exist because oh, Richter. Yeah. He's Richter's grandfather. I think it's a bit more than that. But it's a hundred years. Great. Yeah, like probably great, great. great. Something. Great, great. One he, great. Yeah. One great. He birthed someone who would eventually birth Richter. Richter. Someone yeah. who would birth Richter. So, yeah. 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 There's something along those lines. Yeah. His bloodline just passed out Wait, somehow. He birthed them? No, no, How no. How no, does no. pregnancy work in this universe? <laughs> oh, okay, Joe. I need to play the games one more time. Someone who potentially married. I don't know. Yeah, but because, I like, if, if they had a daughter, then. His daughter would oh, we're not have. Gonna, yeah. Are we gonna get okay. into this? No, no, never mind. Um, but watch I definitely now that I like watch the show, I and like I'm talking to my friend who's a big Castlevania fan, and yeah. he's talking about how Symphony of the Night is like the best Castlevania it is. game, one hundred percent. Oh, it, it's Logan. Look, I keep saying my friend is Logan. He's on right. the he's on my birthday episode yeah. two years ago. Yeah. Uh, Dungeons like and Dragons. Check Dungeons that out. and Dragons. Check it out. Check out Logan. He knows what he's talking about when yeah. it comes to this stuff. Uh, but like we were talking about, it and like he's like, yeah, Symphony of the Night is my favorite game like yeah. of all time it's great so like i definitely kind of want rondo blood is the prequel yeah by the way and there's like there's cool stuff with it where like you have your ending mm-hmm. and then you have an ending which is like an actual secret ending because mm-hmm. of the way it works and then you also have secret rooms to 100 percent the game you don't 100 mm-hmm. it you 214 percent it yeah oh worm yeah yeah so it's, it's, it's a really cool game i definitely want to try it you should uh it's not it's not available on Switch or Wii U Virtual Console. Emulators are out there, bro. Yeah, you're right. Or or get the actual game for PlayStation. Or no, it's it's available on PlayStation stores. Oh, PlayStation really? Three store. I'm pretty sure it's available. Okay. I don't know about four. I know. I think he has it on the PS4. I don't know. Anyways, 
It's it's available. You can get it. You yeah. can, it's not that hard. It's not hard. Not that hard to get it. So yeah, watch Castlevania. Watch play Castlevania. Castlevania. Play Castlevania. Oh man, so hard. It's very hard. It's, yeah, you gotta it. The early games, even now, even the, even the newer games, Castlevania is a hard series, but like it's so much fun. It's satisfying when you like overcome challenges and stuff. It's oh. hard, but it's the same way that like Mega Man is hard. Exactly. Like, yeah. Eventually, you pick up. Yep. On what's going on. I was also told that like Dark Souls is like that. But sure. like a lot of these hard games, they're hard until you figure out the gimmick. Yeah. Basically. Once you understand the game, you're good. Yeah. And then, because like once you get it, then you get it. Yeah. Um. All right. That's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Twitter at Razzle Dazzle Show and what's the Twitter, Patrick? Oh, uh, Razzle Dazzle Show. Make sure to give us a rating on the Apple Podcast. Follow, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. Let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. And we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Blah, blah, blah. Do you I'm think glad. they're going to introduce any vampire milfs? Blah. Probably. Blah, blah. I'm glad vampires aren't real in, in real life because blah, blah, I always blah. find myself bleeding for no reason. Blah, blah, blah. Like, there's this pretty deep scar I on my finger. I wonder how that feels. I have no... Well, I mean, there's I literally no explanation for feels. me. There's... It's... It can come from anywhere. Like, the other day, my forehead was oh, bleeding. Oh, I understand what you mean. You're talking about your period. Yeah. Yes. Got it. No. Yes. But, like... What the hell is going on? Am I being possessed? Is there? Your skin uh, is paper. I'm gonna you say my skin is paper. Bones. I'm like reverse Luke Cage. You Let's have go. Glass bones and paper skin. Let's Every go. Every day you wake up wait, and you're, you wait and you lie in agony until your heart attacks put I, you to sleep. Hold on, let me find said, a glass shatter sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> you said vampire milfs. I don't think that's technically possible <laughs> because vampires are immortal and they're always young. Mm. No, no, no. But, like, say, like, a 30-year-old who had a kid gets turned into a vampire. She'd be immortally 30. So would she be a vampire MILF? This is what well, season five is all about. If, that, if, that <laughs> the, if that's the age for you for MILF, then, like, physically Carmilla's a MILF. No, but she doesn't have a kid, though. So, like, you could be, like, But you don't have to have a kid and be a MILF. It's a long end card. I'm going <laughs> to stop recording right now. <laughs>